I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So they want to give you a universal basic income of $2,000 a month, but there's a catch. What's up, guys? Vaughn Joseph here. Thanks for listening. I have something to say. I promise to keep it quick and to the point, which is something that you know that I do not do well. So when I write it down, we go to town. CBDCs. Well, maybe we all know somebody with crypto. Uh, It's a massive industry that is only growing in the U.S. government, along with others, are not impressed Uh, We have seen the tanking of some major banks in the U.S. over the past year or so as a result. Uh, Silvergate, Silicon Valley, Signature Bank, etc. These banks all were crypto-friendly, so some say um, they had to go. But the central banks, they have a digital currency that they are cool with. Of course, I said cool with, not cool whip, which would be great right now for my coffee. Anyway, of course, uh, you never want competition, so you swallow up or destroy your competition. That's just how capitalism works, right? You buy them out or you destroy them. Um, Well, there's a new monetary system coming to a bank near you. But by the time it's here, it's too late to do anything about it, according to some. So you can't put toothpaste back in the tube. Am I right or am I right? So we will learn... Mm. Nice. So we will learn from the government bailouts, from the lockdowns, right? Will we? Did we? (laughs) Nothing is free. As we should all agree at this point, we need to be aware of what actually is taking place and really take action if you're unhappy about it. (laughs) Who does that anymore all right so let's just get you this story or this this stuff that i just heard and get you on with your life i promise i won't keep you another five minutes Uh, if you're watching on that screen you got to go over to uh, wherever it is on the screen this is where it's going to be in its entirety because i only can put a minute or so up here and then you guys are gone after like 10 seconds because you're on short attention span theater over there on TikTok and so on. Um, anyway, nothing is free, right? We need to be aware of what's taking place. But what happens when you don't get told what's going on, right? If you have no idea what's going on, there are outlets out there that give you info, right? So don't expect to see it all on your TV screen because the mainstream only shows you what they are allowed to show you and what they want you to see. Uh, I'm not a con theorist. I'm trying to like limit the way I say things so we don't get flagged. Just someone who likes to learn about things that I am not being told by certain aforementioned outlets. I've learned more about life since leaving school simply by just living, not something that I've learned in a book or watched on TV. Um, people that work in tech, scientists, journalists, independent journalists, These are all people that I've met and talked to and learned from along my journey of 50 years on planet Earth. So anyway, let's just get down to the meaty, the the nitty gritty, the meaty gritty, (laughs) the nitty gritty. Uh, 
in, income inequality has been a topic of debate for some time. Now, I'm not talking about men and women. I'm just talking about across the board. We know that there's this, there's just a discrepancy between men and women, but we're talking something else. Um, but it's really ramping up right now, and it's really about to change, you guys. Uh, Ten years back, I remember people back home in the U.S. working at fast food wanted more money. They wanted more money. Those opposed said, get a better job. Fast food is for your first job, learning to follow a schedule, turning up to work, taking uh, instructions from a superior uh, em employer, employer, employee, your boss. <laughs> Learning to do the basic stuff, interacting with, you know, the public, not being a jerk like this guy at a certain warehouse place that I won't mention the name of the other day. Fast food's your first job. As a kid, the last thing you ever wanted to do with your time was work in fast food. My mom would always say to me, if you don't pay attention to school, you're going to end up flipping burgers and pumping gas. Nobody wanted that. That was the biggest humiliation outside of like getting your head blasted off by like Kano in Mortal Kombat. This was the biggest humiliation that you could ever, uh, 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 ever suffer. I work at McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, even just to step up. I remember this is a side story. I remember I worked at this place in Royal Oak, Michigan. I worked in this bar called Woody's that doesn't exist anymore. And I ran the front door and there was this really cute young lady that used to come in all the time. I don't even know what her name was. I never even really talked to her, but she would come in. She'd always be by herself too, which is kind of strange. Uh, but I remember some guys that I know, Nick maybe, I don't or just some guys that I knew from the place. And they were talking to her one night. It was, you know, they had been drinking and it was over. And, she, and he said, well, where do you work? She said, I work at Ramshorn. They were like, nah, seriously, where do you work? Mind you, she was like in her early 20s, right? So she probably had a kid. Maybe she, this is what she had to do to make ends meet. But there was a certain level of judgment there. Ramshorn for people over here in the UK or elsewhere is kind of like maybe like a Weatherspoons, not even like a Toby's Carvery or something like that. It's something like that, right? It's like down there with like big boys. Uh, it's not someplace you want to be working long term. It's just a stopgap. So you go and you make you some paper, you pay your bills, you learn to be a waiter. That was one of my biggest reasons for not ever being a waiter. I remember working at a restaurant called Max and Irma's, which was like a Bennigan's or uh, there's a chain place, doesn't matter. And I was always the host. And I was seeing someone that was a waitress. She's like, you should wait tables. We wait, make way more money than you. But I'm like, I don't know how to wait tables. And I don't want to be, you guys look stressed. All I have to do is take people to the table. But you get that job to learn how to wait tables. Then you level up. I ended up working in fine dining, seafood, Joe Muir's. And then I moved to LA and I'm at the Beverly Hills Hotel, right? I mean, anyway. So you don't want to flip burgers. So the push came for more money, and the first thing I noticed in Europe a few years later was the rollout of these self-ordering screens. Like you go to Burger King or KFC or wherever, you got these giant iPad tablets, and you put in what you want, and then you go get it. Now some people say, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't work here. <laughs> of course you don't. But, you know, that's just how it's moving. Bill Burr, you don't work there. But people wanted more money. They said, hey, I'm not paying eight people double a wage when I can just buy these tablets that almost never break down. How many times have you said, man, this stupid iPad, this stupid tablet, 
you got a good processor in it, it works, right? You don't have to take that in for repair. Very rarely do you see a tablet failing. So it doesn't call in sick either. That's what happened. So they fired everybody, <laughs> got these tablets, hired one IT company that handles all the Burger Kings, and off you go. So now we're at a point where cash or the dollar is on its way out, which is crazy to me because there's always been something tangible as far as currency is concerned. You can go out and probably dig somewhere close to this house here in England. I'm in an old town. The school is from like the 1600s or 1700s or something, I forget. But you can dig up coin. You can find coins from like hundreds of years ago. So throughout history, we've always had tangible assets and that's now gonna be gone. So we're soon to have these central bank digital currencies. They are coming. Digital currency that is monitored and controlled by central power. The very reason why we have blockchain technology. So you're saying, all right, Vaughn, get to my $2,000, bitch. What's up? All right, I'm getting to, I'm gonna get to the stuff. All right, I'll tell you, as soon as you go to uh, follow our show on Spotify, just search for the V3, search V3TV podcast or V3TV network. It should pop up with the logo that looks like either that or one that's probably not up here because this computer's not happy with me today. So that's what we're doing. So anyway, back to the show or follow us on Instagram at V3TV UK. So you can remember that, right? V3TV UK. That's our Instagram or the weird news, news with a Z, just like that. I digress. <laughs> Little shameless self-plug never hurt. All right, 2,000 a month basic universal income. Will you be able to work on top of that? I don't know. But translate the 2,000 into wherever you live. 2,000 euros, 2,000 pounds, $2,000, it doesn't matter. But Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum wants to give you $2,000 if you get a microchip implant. Are you doing it? Are you going to do it? Is it worth it? Two grand a month. It's guaranteed money. You just got to get the chip. He's indicated that it will start out as CBDC, which is Central Bank Digital Currency, if you don't recall me saying earlier. It's going to be on your phone. It's going to be on your phone. And why not, right? We do that anyway already. Then it's going to be on our clothes, like a wearable. Maybe like these watches that we wear, right? Who knows what it's going to be? Either in your, then it's going to be either in your hand, he says, or under your skin somewhere. It's just the size of a grain of rice, you guys. Are you going to do that? Two grand. What if they tell you that your medical records are going to be on it? What if you're sick? I know someone right now, she's got problems, I'm, my head, my, my eyes infected. Scan your chip. You've got this, that, and the third. Here's the, the remedy for it. Go do this, that, and then you're fine. I forget I got these glasses on. I got this ring light. I really am not a fan of ring lights. But I can't read my notes if I don't have my glasses. So I, I know I'm seeing reflection over there. It's terrible. I hate ring lights. New options for this studio. So... You're going to get it, right? The theorists might say, well, 
They can see if you're getting sick and cancel your insurance, maybe. Or say, we notice you bought a lot of ice cream and cigarettes according to your CBDC transactions. Maybe that's why you're uh, having chest pains and had a heart attack. We're not going to cover that because that's your fault. What if they tell you we will be able to tell you when your newborn child is sick? Are you going to buy it then? Do you buy it then when they tell you we can tell you that your son or daughter is sick before you, why they're coughing at home. You don't even have to bring them to the hospital. And if there is something wrong and you don't even know it, the child can't tell you. They can't communicate that to you. This little chip will notify you that your child needs medical attention. Bring him or her down to the facility and we'll fix it. Now, how about that? You going to buy it then? I'm not saying I wouldn't. I want to know that my child is okay if I had one. What's the best? We already microchip our pets for different reasons, but we still do it. So what happens with all these child trafficking, these movies of, of uh, uh, I forget what it's called because I, I haven't seen it and I don't live in America, but um, they're, they're apparently trafficking children for their bloods and body parts. We can get this chip. But for two, 2K a month, you got 2K. Your partner's got 2K. Your kid might get 800 because they're 16. Then what? This was talked about way back in 2016 by Klaus. And it's apparently coming. He says, certain, this is 2016. He says, quoting, Certainly in the next 10 years, and at first they will be implanted on our clothes, then our brains, or in our skin. In the end, there will be a direct communication between our brain and the digital world. So a fusion of the physical, digital, and biological world. Wow. Sounds a little bit like Elon Musk's Neuralink. I saw a video of a young man from MIT who had some sort of thing he created and he could think and he searched the internet from this thing attached to his head. We're at a transitional phase right now. Something really big is coming in the next seven years. This is gonna, I've been sitting in these studios for years and even like now and I see and I got wires and lights and ring lights and I can't see and the glasses. This all seems very antiquated to me, and it has for the last couple, three years where I'm sat around and I'm looking at stuff going, this seems inefficient. It seems like with all this tech in my pocket, I got more tech in my pocket than most people had in their entire lives, let alone their house, just 20 years ago. Anyway, chew on that for a while, folks, and take a look at how attractive this will be. Lockdowns already showed us. They don't want us touching cash. We all have smartphones and many of us have trackers on our wrists. It's all normalized. It's all normalized. So I do a podcast called The News You Won't Remember Next Week. At the end of the show, I always say people of Earth stay human. Never has that outro been more appropriate. Thanks for listening, guys. Please follow and or rate the show wherever you're listening because it helps me get ranked and get this type of information out to as many people as possible. And it's in your hands, you guys. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Stay human.